Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 4, Gnana Karma Sanyasa Yoga. Yoga of renouncing actions in knowledge. Not renouncing actions, renouncing them in knowledge. How to not identify with the actions. So, so far we have seen that Bhagavan said that Ajaha, I am Ajaha, I am unborn. And therefore he is also Amara. Therefore, he is deathless. One who has no birth cannot have any death. So because he is Ajaha, he is also Amara. And not only that, but he says, I am Akarmaha. I am actionless. I am birthless. I am deathless. Also actionless. So at the macro level, he says, I am not participating in anything that you consider is happening. It is only happening because of my presence, but I am not actively participating in it. Because I don't have any desire to get anything out of it. There is no desire for karmafala of these actions. Therefore, I am not involved in it. So even the action is taking place because of his presence, but because he is not involved in it with any desire to gain anything out of it, he is actionless. Same thing applies at a micro level to our self, which we constantly call it I. That I am. I am, I exist as a being. But then everything we say after that I am, that I is not involved in it. I am working, I am speaking. So all the words which we attach to I and am, that existence, I is not involved in it. So Bhagavan says, who is involved in that action then? The one who considers that to be the actor is involved in it. That I, when I say I am eating, that's a physical act. So the body is involved. Then when I say I like what I ate, my mind is involved. And then my intellect says, this is pretty nutritious, so I'm going to get some benefit out of it. My intellect is involved. Whatever gets involved, that's the one which is bound by its results. So Bhagavan said the I is not involved as the actor and therefore remains actionless. That which gets involved will be bound by the actions and therefore has to receive the results. So my body is involved in my physical act, so more exercise I do or less exercise I do, more I eat or less I eat, will show up on my body. When I go to my doctor, he figures out that you may not have been doing this or you may not be watching your diet because my lab results tells him exactly, plus my weight, all that tells him what I had been doing. So the body is bound by its own actions. Same thing my mind, whatever the grudges and complexes I carry, they will show up in my mental attitude. So the mind is bound by what mind does. 
then what I learn or not learn will show up at my intellectual level. So this body, mind and intellect are bound by this actions till I get attached with that body, mind and intellect. I am not involved. I'm actionless. But as soon as I identify with this body, mind and intellect, I become the doer. And that doer is aham, the ego. When the ego is formed, that ego becomes the enjoyer and sufferer of these actions. So now who are we trying to really liberate right now? Not the body, not the mind, not the intellect. Ego. Ego is the sufferer and enjoyer. That ego is trying very hard to redeem itself by achieving what? Achieving a state where there is no unhappiness, there is no sorrow and there is no death. So that ego is trying very hard to achieve that by actions because it can only attach itself to the body, mind and intellect. And therefore it said, let me achieve this. I can achieve security by accomplishing things and acquiring things. Or I can achieve deathlessness by finding all the latest cures about or anti-aging drugs. Whatever that is. And it's failing miserably. No matter how hard I try, I think I'm not aging, but other people say, Neil, you look a little old now. My nephews and nieces, Kaka, now you look a little, little tired. And little. I said, what do you mean? I don't think so. We are trying very hard to achieve what we are trying to achieve through the means available to us right now. But we are not getting there. So Bhagavan said the only one way to achieve is you disassociate yourself from actions. But actions cannot stop. So say that you have to achieve the knowledge where you start saying inaction, inactions. Actions are being performed, but I see inaction. And we have seen the only entity which is inactive in this is myself. Myself is not taking any part. My consciousness, just because it is there, all these three are functioning, the body, mind, and intellect. And Swamiji uses the example that supervisor really doesn't do anything. Let's say in a factory floor, supervisor is not operating machines, but his presence makes all the work going on. If he's not there, work will be all over the place. I gave my real-life example a lot of times. I used to work in India in an architect's firm, and my boss used to come to United States every two years or so to renew his green card. And those about four or six weeks he's here, we'll have a complete vacation. We all go to work every morning, just as when he was there. We try very hard to work for about half an hour, and then somebody will say, you know, Neil, did you know this? And he will start a topic. And then everybody get involved. We were about six, seven people in the same room. That topic will go on till lunchtime. Then we realize, oh God, we haven't done anything. Well, let's have lunch and then after that we can work something. And that will go on till about four weeks. And when we realize that one week my boss is going to come back, we start suddenly putting something on a paper which looks like we had done some work. In the end, there was no real work was done when he was not there. And as soon as he comes, everything goes back to normal. We are working. Says so just as the supervisor's presence make all the workers work, but his supervisor really doesn't. He doesn't sit down and start doing what you are supposed to do. His presence make it work, but he's not participating in your activities. 
In the same way, the self is not participating, but the very presence of the self, the consciousness, make people work. But because right now my identification is with the workers, all the drawbacks and the qualities of the workers become my qualities. But if I identify with that self, who is actionless, then I'll see also myself as actionless. Karmani akarma yah pasyet. One who sees inaction, inaction. Action only takes place when my ego gets involved. When I'm in Zambia, it was so difficult to get a driver's license because the test was about 20 times more difficult than what you go through here. And without driver's license, you can't do anything. So you are so keen on getting a driver's license. You work so hard. And your mind and intellect both are involved in driving. It's so hard. Last week, I told somebody that you know, I'm trying very hard to remember everybody's name. And she said, don't try too hard. That's was the problem. So when I'm trying too hard to drive the car, it's so difficult. Now, driving car, I don't consider that as an action because mind and intellect are not involved while I'm driving. So Bhagavan said, when you do that, you reach a level where all your actions you see, just as what you see, you're driving. You are literally removed. You have your mind and intellect free to think about other things. Karmani akarmaya pasyet. Akarmani cha karmaya. Not only that, but even though it seems inaction, but action is taking place. By not acting also, you are doing something which is affecting you. So buddhiman manusheshu. Out of all these people who consider themselves intellectuals, such a person is a wise one. So buddhiman manusheshu. He is a buddhiman. He is a true intelligent person who figured out that actions are taking place at the level of body, mind and intellect, not at my self-level. Sahayuktaha, such a person is yogi. He is connected, yogi, one who is connected with the self. As we have seen, at a macro level, the supreme self, the God is everywhere. He is omniscient, omnipotent and omnipresent. At micro level, myself is omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent in my this body, mind, and intellect. When I see that as myself, I'm connected with that self. So, Sayuktaha, Krishna Karmakrat, and such a person knows how to act in this world. We're all acting, but at a very lesser capacity. As I think they say, you're only using the one tenth of the capacity of your brain. Our brain has so much capacity, but we are only using it at a very micro level. And Bhagavan said, if you then think about how capable you are when you connect to your higher self, then when you act, your actions will be perfect. There is Krishna Karmakrat. Such a person knows how to perform real actions. This actually says how to become efficient in life. By connecting with your higher self. And then the next few verses actually give the prescription how to attach to that higher self. So now we have learned what the issue is. The issue is that I consider myself to be mortal, who has birth, who is acting in this world and suffering. He said, no, no, you are birthless, you are deathless, and you have all the capacity to work in this world except you have a wrong identification. So, yasya sarva samarambaha, kama sankalpa varjitaha. We hear this word samaramb in our vernacular language, 
when there is some event is taking place. It's a samaram event. It's an event taking place. Yasya sarve samaramba. For whom all events taking place in his life, kama sankalpa varjita. But they should be kama sankalpa varjita. Kama desire, sankalpa is translated here as planning. That's a determination. What are we determining? I want to do this and I want to get out of this. So first I have a desire. I want to make a million dollars. Then make a plan. How am I going to make a million dollars? That plan is based on what? I'll get a million dollars out of it. So all my actions are, first starts with a desire. Then I have a plan to achieve that particular results out of that action. And therefore, I'm bound to fail. Because first of all, I have not figured out whether what I desire is really appropriate for my capabilities. And secondly, whether the plan I'm putting together, action I'm putting together, are capable of achieving it. Because only thing available to me, as I said, in this world, is knowledge of my actions. I do not have knowledge about how the world is going to react to these actions. But I'm still determining what the results would be. Therefore, the more unknown than known in my actions, there are more chances of failure than success in my actions. Do not have any desire and do not have any plan to, to get something out of it. Kama Sankalpa Varjita Jnana Agni Dagda Karmanam I'm acting in this world, but my all actions are burnt with the fire of knowledge. The knowledge that this body, mind and intellect are limited, they are limited capabilities, but the self which is involved in this actions is only a saksi chaitan, is a witness. And he is not affected by any of these actions. That knowledge, all my actions are burnt with that knowledge. So there is no ego involved in this actions. Body, mind and intellect are working, but I'm identifying with the self and therefore I'm eliminating the middleman, which is ego. So therefore, his actions are burnt by the fire of knowledge. Tam ahuhu panditam budaha. Wise people call such a person a sage. And pandit is translated here as sage because in this context, pandit is one who knows what the true self is. So we have now given a definition of a sage. He does not have any desire for a particular result. He has no desire, but he is acting because that needs to be done or this is a natural instinct to act in this situation. Indication is given to us, as Swamiji says, because all of us are trying to become a sage, truly. None of us really want to be unhappy. None of us really want to be limited. So we are trying hard, just with the wrong means. But we are all trying to achieve the state where there will not be any unhappiness, which is the state of being becoming a sage. The next indication says, Tyaktva Karma Phala Sangam Nitya Tripto Nirashriya. We learnt in chapter 2. Karmani Evadikaraste Mahafaleshu Kadachana. That your right is only to act, but not for the phala. Once I completely understood that concept, that how that works, so we give up the karma phala. Tyaktva karma phala sangam. So we misunderstood that I have to give up karma phala because I have no control about it. He said, no, no, sangam karma phala. Attachment to karma phala I am giving up. I know my actions will bear fruits, 
if I work from first day of the month to the last day of the month, there will be salary or the whatever bi-weekly. We know that. You don't need to get attached to that while you're working. But attachment is causing problem. What salary, what reward I'm getting will affect my actions. So I'm not putting my full leg. So such a person Tektwa Karma Phala He's giving up the attachment to the Karma Phala. Knowing fully well that Karma Phala will be there and I'll be there to enjoy or suffer. But I don't get attached to it because whatever it is will be in accordance with my actions. Nitya Truptaha. Therefore he's content but comes back because he knows that the, what came back is right in accordance with the efforts I put in. What we try to do is get more or leverage your position. I put 10% but get 100% reward. All the economics they work about leveraging only. And the people who fail miserably are who, who over leverage themselves. Nitya Triptaha. He is not leveraging anything. He only puts whatever actions and he knows that only the results will come in accordance with that. So when it comes, he knows that this must be the right result. I'm happy with that. Nirashrayaha. He is not dependent on anything. He is only dependent on his own self and the ability with the self is providing to him. Nirashraha. His happiness is not dependent on anything outside. Karmani abhi api naiva kinchit karoti saha. We started out by saying actions are binding. No matter how hard I try, when I drive so many miles in a month, I bound to get tickets somewhere. I bound to make a mistake. People can only make mistakes if they engage in the activity. You will be completely errorless when you don't do anything. So we know that we have to engage ourselves in the activity. Activity has its own pros and cons and its own characteristics. But I am not attached to it. Therefore, I said, Karmani Abhi Parvrata, even though he is acting in that manner, as body, mind, and intellect, Naiva Kinchit Karoti Saha, he is not doing anything. Because the doer, the ego, is absent here. He is only attaching himself to the self, as the one who is actionless. Therefore, even though he is acting, he is not really performing any action. Nirasihi, yata chittatma, tyaktva sarva parigraha. So the picture comes in the mind is obviously what we have seen in our textbook. A Swami sitting on a Himalayas and he is in a lotus position. He is not doing anything. Well, that's not really true. You ask that Swami, he was told to get up sometimes, you know, go get bath, go do whatever the daily stuff, figure out what he's going to eat. So that picture is a false picture in our mind. Then what is this all about? Nirasihi. And Asa translated, unfortunately, hope. Who does not have hope? is a hopeless. Yata chittatma. But then yata chittatma doesn't fit with hopelessness. Hopelessness is in our cases goes to depression and then everything else. So it cannot be hopelessness. Asa is desire. Nirasa. I have no desire. Now desire is only attached to something which I have not acquired or accomplished. So when I have a desire for something I don't have, that says I'm limited. 
and I am not content and discontent. Therefore, I want to achieve this. Therefore, I want to accomplish this. One who is nirasi, one who feels content, he does not have anything to achieve to be happy. He is already happy. Why do I have to go through all this to be content when I am already content? So, nirasi is one who is content with his own self. Yatachittatma, who is a control over his mind and his self. Tektva sarva parigraha gives up all possession. So now that's why you have to become a Swami. Sannyasi, he goes to Himalaya, who gives up all possessions. You can also do that. You can write in your will, all my estate goes to somebody. Now you are not an owner. You make a trust and say, I'm not the owner of this. The trust is the owner. Well, you are also Tekta Sarva Parigra. It's the mental attitude about the possessions. As long as I consider it to be mine, I'm attached to all its shortcomings. As I said, as soon as I sold my car, now if there's a lemon or giving all the trouble to the new owner, is not my problem because I have given up the possession of it. When all my possessions I disown, including my body, mind and intellect, even that I consider to be a possession, well, what can I do? It has its own limitations. Shariram kevalam karma. Kurvan apnoti kilvisham. Now he knows that all actions are taking place. He is not unaware that actions are taking place. But he knows they are only done through my body, mind and intellect. Guna guneshu vartantaha. So he knows that this body, mind and intellect are acting and they are going to go through its results and its rewards. But he is not involved in it. Because he considers even body and intellect to be part of this world as his equipment, just as my car is, my home is, my vacuum cleaner is. They are not the best quality. My house is not the best, but that's my house. It has own limitations. My car is not the best, but that's my car. It has own limitations. This body is mine. It's not the best, but it has own limitations. When I start looking at it that way, Kurvan Apnoti Kilbisham, he does not incur any sins. He does not incur any negative impression on his mind. Whatever happens, he takes it for what it is and moves on to the next. And the last verse we have seen says, if you acted in the manner which was prescribed in last two verses, you will achieve a state with Yadrucha Labha Santushtaha Dvandvatitaha Vimatsaraha Whatever comes out of my actions, whatever the profit I get out of my actions, I'll be santushta. And I'll tell you honestly, you can see, you can go to even the smallest shop and look at the workers. You can see who is santushta and who is not santushta. One who may be at the lowly paying job, but he will be happily serving you with a smiling face and you can see in his attitude that he's enjoying his job. And somebody may be the highest paid in that but he's always grumpy and grouchy because he's not satisfied with what he's getting out of it. Once you're satisfied with what you're doing and what you're getting out of it, you'll be happy and in heaven. Yadrucha labha santushta. Whatever profits I get, I'm content with that. Dvanda atitaha is beyond the pairs of opposites we have discussed many, many times. Because the pairs of opposites are basically the happening of the same event which I can see either negative or I can see as positive. Same event happening, two people will see it differently. 
it starts raining. Well, if you have to go somewhere, I say, oh boy, right now it's raining. Kids want to play in rain. They also say, thank God. Snow outside. I need to. Dvandvati, vimatsaraha, without envy. Most of our life we just spent in, I'm not achieving what he is achieving. Without envy. Samaha siddhav asiddhav. Siddhi and asiddhi is because I have decided what siddhi is when I perform actions. But if I have not decided what will come out, there is no siddhi or siddhi. It's just action and reward. So once I change my attitude, I will have an even mind in whatever the results come. I won't consider that, say, victory or defeat. I won't consider it is I'm winning or I'm losing. Chakrutva api na nibadyate. Such a person is acting actively in this world according to his dharma, according to his duty. And the duties we have seen, there are actions you must perform daily, special actions, and the actions you have to avoid. So those are kamya karma, the desire prompted. When I am acting in whatever manner, but I am not performing kamya karma, I will be kutva nibhadyate because I am only performing the first two types of actions which are required by my dharma. As long as I am not doing kamya karma, I will not be bound by any actions which I perform, Bhagavan said. So now I am doing the same actions which were taught in third chapter, but because of my knowledge I am not bound by my actions. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om